let's get back into it, folks. How we doing? How we feeling? Welcome back to another episode of Post Game Overtime. I'm Will, joined as always with Brandon. Brandon, you you said you had some big news right off the bat. I'm excited. I just want to hear it. You said you said we got to wait till we start. We chat a little bit before each episode. You said I'm reading something wild, and now my expectations are through the gosh darn roof. Darn it. I'm ready. I'm ready for some action. What, You're ready? What are we talking? Yeah. Give it to me. Lay it on me. And then we'll talk and about I'm how we're doing. So... We'll talk about our emotions and our feelings and other things. And we'll, then we'll dig deep. Yeah. I'm so deep. happy. And this is, I'm so happy today because it finally happened. I don't have to fucking listen to it for another thousand years. Eagles won the Super Bowl? That ain't happening. Oh. Speaking of the... not winning Super Bowls anymore okay aaron Rodgers has finally been traded Where the deal is, is now folks? official he is officially now with the new york jets the trade is official and everything don't have to listen to the rumors or have it dragged out fucking 10 years it's it's a done deal and he's, done deal he's now with the jets He's now with the Jets. Well, that's a good conclusion because there was a lot of speculation. He was back and forth. Well, not even speculation. It was everyone said he was going there, but they were just waiting. They were waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah. And waiting. Well, and then there was the rumor sort around that he still may just retire. Like, it was never, you know, it was always up in the air that, like, yeah, if he gets traded, it'll be to the Jets. But there was still a very big possibility that, no trade happens and, he, and he's just done so it's good to see that that it's all all settled and done with and, and good for the jets now they they got rogers there with pretty good team they've already got in place so things are looking up for the jets finally yeah but it's the jets remember that's where brett yeah. Favre went went to fuck about his the rest of his career remember when he went to yeah. the jets and the vikings he did good with the vikings not so much with the jets yeah well, I think he did okay with the Jets. It was just yeah. the end of the day, folks. You know, Rodgers is really following in the path of a true, true former uh, Green Bay QB defunct hero. He's yeah. going the far. Yeah. Right. Like, he really is. He's not He's not deviating from the path much. That's so, for sure. So, that much, so, in 15 years, does that mean Jordan Love will get traded to the Jets? He pro- honestly... If there's, Probably if there's a will. line on that, if there's a line on that, I would put five dollars. I'm not kidding. Like, I mean, if there was a line, good. it would could go, happen for the fucking sake of the universe. Maybe not the fifty. If it was fifteen years specifically, the odds would have to be not so. But if there was something like, yeah. unless Rogers and Favre lasted the same exact time, but if it would have to just be in his career, he goes to the Jets. And yeah. I would, I would just have to put money on it. I would have to. You, you have yeah, to. Yeah, you, you would have to. You would have to. I mean, you'd have you to wait. You'd have to wait fifteen years to to make Cash some money up. on it. But okay, but well, if it happens, crazy. Oh, be nuts! Crazy, dude. Be nuts. You know what else is nuts? What's nuts? Tell me what's nuts, Brandon. How the Leafs can't fucking win a playoff game? Just kidding. I'm just gonna nuts. say I'm saying this with chest right now. Oh, here we go. The Seattle Sea Dragons are in the playoffs. They made it. Cool. Came down to the final game. They had to win. They had the tiebreaker over the 
the Battle Hawks. So they, they, that's official. Yeah. We're official. We're in the playoffs. We're yeah, sure they, about that. They had the exact same record, and it came back to uh, what was it week week nine last week when they beat the Battle Hawks in that game. That was kind of the tiebreaker game because mm-hmm. not only did that now because going into that game the Sea Dragons were um uh they were below the Battle Hawks, but after that win they were now had the exact same record. And that win also gave them the tiebreaker. And then, as we know, in week uh, week ten, the the Battle Hawks fucking stomped, like destroyed the Orlando Guardians, fifty three twenty eight. I think that's the biggest offensive showing from a team this season. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Fifty three points. Aaron threw for f- oh my god. You ready for this? He, he went all. I can't remember his stats, but they were nuts. Do you, do you want to know how much he threw for? Yeah. 420 yards. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And what was okay. that? On? Dude, that was. Oh, never mind. Yeah. To be fair, the Holy big Danuch. 339. Nothing to slouch at. Nothing. Nothing to shake your head at. Man. Nothing to shake your head at. So, but the Battle Hawks are officially out of the playoffs. So, semifinals. Yep. We're looking at the Sea Dragons, baby, versus the big DC Defenders. Now, remember, folks, we put money on them at the start of the season, and this is starting to feel real. The blood's pumping. Yeah. This could, this could be big for the post-game overtime team. This could, because this they could were be not favorites. Huge. This could be huge. They were not favorites, although they should have been because they are the best team to ever best play team. XFL. Oh, so Sunday, good. April 30th, folks, we are there. Maybe we got to live stream it even. We got to find a way to make sure we are viewing this, folks, because yeah. this is potentially the biggest football game of the century. And it's also worth noting that uh, it's also really exciting because the DC Defenders are 5-0 and at home this season, but the Sea Dragons on the road, they're 4-1. and And I believe that loss came either in week one or two. So, so I mean, yeah, we don't talk. Do you about know what we talk about? Do you know what another team who once lost the first two games and then won the championship? Mm. New England Patriots. Yeah. So you so oh, you're saying louder. So you're saying the Sea Dragons are on the Patriots' hook. So one could say. Ben DiNucci equals Tom Brady. Footballs. All right, that was rude of me to say. <laughs> I'm surprised you said it. Know, You're so heavy against pocket. it. I wow. I know. That was just fun. The, the joke was there. The joke was there. <laughs> Holy shit. The joke was there. I wasn't expecting you to drop a bomb like that. The but for real, was there. if you're the Battle Hawks, you know, how you know I'm the biggest you? defender of that. That was oh, a scam. The flake was a fucking scam. It's a joke. It was a joke and a half. You know what else is a Goodell joke? Goodell should be fired <laughs> Put to a firing squad. <laughs> the Battle Hawks are seven and three. They would be at the top of the other division. Like the Renegades made it as four and six, and the Roughnecks laid that one at seven and three. Which always does make me like, a little uneasy because upset championships are real. We know this from the 2007 perfect season. I don't want to mention yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I really believe. A man's world of life lessons can be learned from being a Patriots fan. Success, defeat, gratitude. 
grace. Yeah. Kissing your kids. Yeah, all of it. All right, settle down. (laughs) Settle down. You set me up for it. You you set it up. I did. I gave you you a bit of a softball, didn't I? Yeah. I was going to say alley-oop, but we all know I can't dunk. Or touch the rim. Wait, so. you yes you can. <laughs> yes you can. Didn't you see Jack Harlow what, is in what, the what reboot kind of, of White what kind Man of nets are we talking about? Didn't you see about... Jack Harlow? Did you see that? No. Jack Harlow. He's he's the Woody Harrelson in uh the reboot of White Men Can't Jump. Really? He gets to play a Never sassy basketball white guy. It's pretty much it's wow. it's it's a fucking it's a wild it's this hilarious concept. The whole movie's about a white guy being good at basketball, and I th- I think that's wonderful. Right, shit. There we go. Yeah, you were no, good I, at basketball. You were a basketball player, weren't you? Or do you? So, so those are those are two different things, Brandon. But see, you said you said two different things there. You said you were good at basketball, and then you said you were a basketball player. Those. No, I was asking if you were. I was asking if you were. Yeah, and I'm and I'm 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 informing you that those two things you listed very different, and I was one of those. Yeah, I was was a basketball player. I was tall. You were a superstar. You were a superstar. No, I still am tall. I was I was absurdly tall, and I was I was athletic enough to where, especially when I was a lot younger, I could play older. Yeah. Um, in school, and then I peaked. Um, yeah, that happens to the best and, of us. Well, and that was the best of me in about grade six. Oh. Grade six, I was the only grade six to make the junior boys basketball team. It was mostly grade sevens, a few grade eights, and one grade six. That was me. And I would wow. say after that, not much else. That was kind of it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was like I I actually I did play basketball one year. It was uh it was grade six, I'm gonna kill myself. No, I was in grade seven at the time. Oh, fuck. And yeah, I I never one of the guys that had to wait till grade seven. That's right. Big dog over here. Woof, 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 woof. He was well, in up grade in grade six, six. Our school our school Sit didn't down. have a basketball team. You you look down when you talk to me, sir. You avert your eyes. The alpha is in the house. That's what they told you. They but you, told you also you look. Have a but you look down when you talk to you me. You good enough to be on it. But you look down when you talk to me. Why? Because you're fucking Andre the Giant compared to me. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, no, okay, but this I is a little did. embarrassing. I only ever played one game because I was always the basketball games always conflicted with hockey. But there's one game I played. I'd only we played like it. ten you minutes. You were a stud on the ice. No, in basketball, I drained one three. Okay. That's all I ever had. Okay. That's the only thing I have to my name ever in basketball. I, I played was five man. minutes of a game and I drained a three. I was a and big then I, man. And I was like, I'm done. So I had multiple coaches tell me if I ever even attempted a three, they would hit me. <laughs> um, and honestly, I didn't blame them and still don't to this day. Uh, you ready for this? This is a little sad. Yeah, let's hear it. Despite the poor schedule. Yep. Guess what the minimum ticket is for Houston and Arlington? Like the minimum ticket price? Yeah. Oof. It's you can't look it up. I'm not. I, I'm just trying to... Like, uh, and the game's in Houston. So, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yes. It's, t- it's a playoff game. So, I don't know. Maybe for the, ch- like the cheapest, maybe 40? 182. Really? Wow. 
Guess what it is for Seattle versus DC in DC. Just tell me, is it higher or lower? Lower. Lower, okay. Uh, 65. 165 or 65? 65. 165? 165? Lower. Okay, 65. Lower. 40? $30. 30 Wow. Wow. I don't know if that's just a Holy zoning shit. issue or a timing thing. But that's not really great for, for for both teams, really. Yeah. And and and, wow. and they're kind of the better division. Yeah, that should be the the more marketable game. Like that should, should be the bigger be the, game. It should be the better of the two. And this and, is a little concerning. Oh, yeah. It's only thirty dollars. But I don't but like I guess that, Brandon. Um. I, I guess it depends. Like we can dive in deeper. Like how? What's the stadium capacity or like the seating yeah, capacity for each one? Let's dive in. So we got Audi Field versus TD ECU Stadium in Houston. Because so I wonder Audi if maybe Field... that's a big, big part of it. Yeah. Um, Audi. How do you spell Audi? Which one are you looking up? Uh, I'm looking up Audi Field. So do you want to look up the other one? Audi? Oh, I already found Audi Field. 20,000. Fuck. All right, 20,000. 20,000. And the other one... I mean, so I would expect the other one to maybe be quite lower. If it's higher, I'm going to be a little depressed. Oh, if it's higher, then, then there's a problem. Okay, John O'Quinn Field. Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to be lower. What's the name of the stadium that the... Well, it's looking like I think it's at a school, and I think it's one of the fields at the school. I don't think it's even the main field. So, from what I'm seeing here, it says the, the Roughnecks play their home games at TDECU Stadium. But on John O'Quinn Field, apparently. Because, um, like, when I look it up here, it says 40,000. But I don't think that's true. Fuck, it's 40,000, Brandon. That's really not good, man. That's really not good. Yeah, yeah that's just saying 40,000. <sighs> Fuck. So like, that's double. Brandon, Brandon, this is bad. That's bad. This is bad. Oh, this is really not good. It's it's not a good look for the defenders. Not really. at all for the defenders. Like Sea Dragons, though, they've kind of trended as one of the lower ticket prices throughout the season. I think we've talked about it a few times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we did because I think at one point we said we said like you could go to a, a game and it was what we saw some tickets one time it was like, yeah, like it was like just nothing. Brandon, this is really bad. Yeah, that's really bad, that's Brandon. very. Bad. It's a good look for like, I mean, the Roughnecks, but like it's like Houston, like you they know, love football. Yeah, 
this is really not good. And that's and that's not to say that like, you know that that Seattle doesn't. It's just you know the in Houston you they like with the Roughnecks they can watch meaningful football. So I would love to see the economics of that team or of the of this league, and I want to see if they have revenue sharing, and if so, what it is because. This will be interesting to see at the end of this year if they do end up being able to go into a second year, you know, with profitability and if they are profitable, which teams are guaranteed a few teams won't be. But I want to see yeah. how they're, you know, able to combat that if they do have a strategy. And I, I, I would be very curious to see profit sharing and if it's in there. Because it's in, I think, every other major league, NFL, NHL, MLB. Yeah. Well, it's also here the... Um, maybe not. At, eh, I think MLB with the the Houston Roughnecks. So their capacity is forty thousand, and then they also have twenty six suites there, forty two boxes, seven hundred and sixty six club seats, two suite decks, and four party decks. So like they. That place, that place could be bumping for uh, for that game. But you're you're talking for the Roughnecks? Yeah, yeah. The for defenders gives you nothing. No, no. no. You ready uh, for this? Audi Field, I get nothing. All it tells me is twenty thousand. You ready for this? Well, let me tell you. They have a concession. Ooh, okay. That does start. hot dogs and soda. Fuck yeah. And popcorn. That's the defender's way. How do you beat that? You can't. You can't. You can't. Like, like you're, you're going there and you're only dropping like 30 bucks to watch a fucking playoff game. <laughs> and there's the Sea Dragons, baby. Are you kidding me? We're talking about the best team in the XFL here. That's what I'm saying. And yeah, we're also, talking about I, the best team in the best football league in the world. So yeah. we're talking about the best team in the world here. I would put Sea Dragons up against any foot, like American football team ever. Oh, easily. Like, let's go back into history. 07 Patriots, 2023 Sea Dragons would fucking bitch slap those. Yeah, it, and, it, and it's not close. Like you, you can't even make the argument that the Patriots would maybe have a chance. Like, no. Maybe one touchdown? Maybe. But that, like maybe. that's... Uh... But Seattle's putting up, like, 40. Oh, easily. They got um, it, right? Got it. That's nuts, though. The difference in the stadium size and the ticket prices. Ooh. Should we get tickets? Should we go do a game? 30 bucks. Can't say no to that. Yeah, do I sneak across? <laughs> oh yeah it kind of puts a wrench in it listen folks I thought I was going in to get an IUD turns out it was a DUI so nice. can't travel no, I'm kidding. nice word play Thank I, guess you. Letter, I guess letter play but you know. hey letter play eh letter play yeah also speaking of, of Houston um, I kind of shit on the Texans a bit there um, it sounds like, cause I guess, I guess coming up this, uh, this Thursday is the NFL draft. And it sounds like the Houston Texans at number two are probably not taking a quarterback in a very QB 
heavy draft, I would say. It sounds like they might not even take a quarterback now. I think they should just trade for second rounders and go for a real money ball style team. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's like going into the because it's like because I think for the longest time it sounded like um, Stroud was going to go first overall to the Panthers and then obviously and then Bryce Young to the Texans. But now I've seen a bunch of reports today that Stroud probably won't even go in the top seven. It sounds like Bryce Young is is like the consensus number one pick now. Mm. And so that so then it's you know the Texans it sounds like they're not going to take a quarterback. It now sounds like the Cardinals are trying very hard to trade down from the third overall. Apparently they've had ten plus teams um, contact them about trading up to the third overall. So Real, why are Cardinals trading down? I, I think it's I think it's mostly because like they can obviously get a really good um def- defensive player quarterback. or quarterback. They need a quarterback. and but Brandon? I think after they saw the um the package the pat or the hmm, they don't need a quarterback. Brandon. They don't. He just got a statue. I'm not uh, no, I am not Brandon? taking any Kyler Murray slander. Brandon. Brandon. You okay, give me give me three reasons. Give me three. Name three. Like actual legit reasons. It's time to say goodbye. Okay, okay but give me three. Okay, so three. there was a video I saw. I saw this really cool video. Uh, a statistician actually made a chart on when there were double XP weekends on I forget the specific games, but he found like the games Kyle Murray plays the most. When there were game releases and double XP weekends. Oh, look His at the teams he was playing actually again. dropped significantly the following games. Doesn't mean anything. What? Your rebuttal, good sir. No, this was like this because, was over like two seasons. This was like ten different double yeah, XP weekends. He was also him. he was also on shit Cardinals teams those years. He was also Brandon. He was on dog shit teams. It's ready to get a new quarterback. No. Get but this, who who would they take? Who? You should trade for Mac Jones. Nah. Is it too late to make a move for Mac Jones Russell Wilson? Is the definition of a filler. Is there too? Hey, whoa, whoa! Yeah, I'm coming back. I'm firing back. I'm firing back. back and you know, and you know, I didn't want to say it because you know I love mac and cheese. You know oh, I love I, mac I, I, and cheese. Uh, um, oh, I, no, I, 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 what I was gonna say is, I like, I think the Cardinals want to trade down after they saw the like humongous package that the Bears got when they traded the first overall pick to the Panthers. So I think they're, I think they're more so going for um, quantity over quality because like the the team depth has really taken a hit over the last twelve months. I would say that's fair. Um. Speaking of, you said uh, Chicago got a humongous package from uh, the Panthers. <laughs> Speaking of humongous package. Speaking of humongous packages. Speaking of humongous packages. It's really good to have you on the podcast, Brandon. Oh, shit. I thought I would throw it back. Wow, you're being nice. I was being nice. Thank you. I yes. appreciate that. I appreciate that. 
We're friends at the end of the day, and this is a oh, sports oh, podcast. Always. I apologize to you for slandering mac and cheese because you know I do. Well, thank you. I do think he is a great quarterback. Thank you. I, I needed to hear that. <laughs> you know, it's been tough these last two years. There's hey, it's, it's only going to actually one. Him and Juju. Him and Juju are going to be good. We didn't, I, we didn't need Jacoby Myers. That's what I tell myself every time, five times in the mirror every night. I go, we didn't need Jacoby Myers. We didn't need Jacoby. That's what I say to myself. But like, again, it's, and it's what we talked about before. It's like, and like, it's not even, we're not even sitting here like sucking off Mac Jones. Like, like he's, like he is genuinely a, a good quarterback and the yeah, Patriots are a good team. But now it's like, You've got the Bills, the Dolphins, and now the Jets with Rodgers. Like, fuck. What a, what a joke. Uh, but apparently, um, I was reading a, like about like a week ago, uh, Tua was contemplating retirement this season after his concussions. Like, he, he said he was so close Who to... Who reported that, Scheffner? Um, I, I saw oh, it from a oh, bunch of people. But, um, but yeah, so like, I mean... That tells you right there if he's already contemplating it, like one more, he's that's probably it for him. So, so who who trades up for a quarterback? Who who trades with the Cardinals? Well, and that's the thing is like apparently like ten teams have contacted him, and I'm trying to think of like so you, like I'm you could maybe the Titans and the Colts I would say are two that that would probably sniff around. Um. Maybe the Ravens, like depending on the Lamar situation, uh, if you know if they know that that they that they're gonna have to move him, maybe then um, they would want to move up to to the third. Uh, commanders, maybe like Lions potentially. Um, the Falcons, like that's all right. And that's that's about it. Like there, there's not many though. That's the thing. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So interesting to see how oh, players are coming up on him. on Thursday. Well, I I think he's got to be now, right? He's got to be. Hey, they fucked up the relationships with Rogers for him, so you have to. Yeah. Be. yeah. He needs to be. What? How? He better be the guy. If he's not the guy. At least four people in Green Bay are oh putting I holes think, through their walls. I think we have the potential for we do us um, personally the Packers to do the biggest fuck you to to Rodgers now it's because the trade was um, the Jets got Aaron Rodgers and the fifteenth overall pick and the hundred and seventieth overall pick one seven zero the Packers got the thirteenth overall pick so they yep. moved up two spots mm-hmm. the number 42 pick yep. the 207th mm. and then a second round pick next year that becomes a first if aaron Rodgers plays 65 percent of the plays um on the jets so the, oh, probably a probably a first exactly do you think the packers with the 13th overall pick do they use a first round pick and get a receiver for jordan love Something they like never did for Rodgers. Never used a first rounder to get him a weapon. But Jordan Love, are they like, hey, do you know we're going to bring you in a stud receiver? Do you hmm. know it would just be filthy? 
And I would never wish bad on anyone, but this would be disgusting and hilarious. Yeah, let's hear it. Aaron Rodgers doesn't work out. Jets tank. Okay. Yeah. He plays every game, but they just, they can't get off the ground. And the Packers get like a top pick. Packers win the Super Bowl. Jordan Love pops off. He's the guy. They get a sick receiver, and then they have the first overall pick the next year. Wow. How that would be that would be swing their fucking cheesehead dick in Aaron Rodgers' face. Yeah, holy shit. I don't even like the Packers. Like the Packers could easily make the playoffs next year, I still think. Or uh, depending on how Love does, obviously, but Aaron Rodgers pulls a Tom Brady and wins the Super Bowl in New York. Yeah, but and again, I I think fans and goes suck a dick, and then the I Jets, think that one is less likely. Gets saddled with a thirty-first overall pick, which isn't bad. Like it's still another first rounder, but like it's it devalues it a shit on. Yeah, I honestly a second round, and it's like I honestly when I look at it, like it's not even that crazy to like think about the Packers genuinely I think could have a better chance in the Super Bowl than the Jets because like you look at the NFC it's it's not as top heavy but like you look in you look over there like if the Jets want to there's no way you know there's no way that's no 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 there's no no way that's true the Jets probably have better odds but I'm saying personally what I think like the Jets, I mean, you're gonna have to make the playoffs in a tough, div- like a tough division, and then even then, in the plus, you might have to go up against teams like the Bengals, the Jaguars, who I think are going to be even better next year than than they were this year, the Chiefs, um, even the Chargers, if if they make it back in, like, you know, it's it's gonna be a battle over there on in the AFC come uh, the playoffs next year. So, whereas in the NFC, like, it's really, you know. I think the Cowboys are going to kind of stay around where they are, kind of same with the Giants. So really it's, and then Vikings are, are a fraud. So, I mean, yeah. it's really like the Eagles and 49ers are, are kind of the the only two, like, really big dogs in the entire NFC. So it'll be, be, be interesting to see, but I would, I, would, I would really like to see that. Jordan Love goes on and the Jets just fall hard. But I, uh, that but would I, be I nuts. don't. I don't. I don't hate on Aaron Rodgers. I think he's good. It would. Just, it would just be nuts from a oh, statistical yeah. freak incident standpoint. We're not wishing yeah. ill upon Aaron Rodgers. No. No. I, I think it would also be nuts. Well, he would have to beat out my beloved Patriots in the division. That's why I'm maybe throwing a little shade subconsciously because he's now a division rival. Yeah. Um, but I do think it would be cool if he's able to pull off something spectacular with the Jets, because the Jets have had a long drought. They've had a they've had a while of of suckage, yeah. and I think it's good for the sport. You know, you saw how big it was for as much as I hate to admit it for when the Giants were able to win two. Yeah. Um. For for I think the Jets to bring one to New York, I think would be quite quite big. To be fair. To be fair to New York, and and, as much as I want to be a hater because they're division rivals, I think it would be, it would be something that you go, oh well, cool, and and (laughs) and 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 like even though we're kind of like shitting on the Jets a bit because like it is fun to do, like good for their fans. So you know what that that like they have been through shit for so long, like good for them that that 
they make a big trade, bring Rodgers in, and they give this team, you know, something to really cheer about going into next year and really have hope for this team and, like, actually be like, shit, we could actually make the playoffs this year. As opposed to going in, yeah. it's like, well, may- maybe we'll get the first overall pick this year. Maybe we'll be lucky. And it's like, so, so good, you know, good for them, though. I would and love to see Josh Allen and Rodgers twice a year is, is going to be fun. That is going to be fun. We're going to have to wait. Um, and uh, I'm sure I, I doubt there's instant stats on it. But I would love to see if there's been a spike in instant ticket sales or season ticket sales since uh, Rogers got traded. Yeah. Yeah, that would. Yeah, actually, that would be cool to to know if like how that much. Would, that would be interesting. Yeah, what exactly is uh, has how much has it increased or did it increase at all? Hey, Brandon. That's me. What's up? Um, we should uh, we should make way for a bit of a make a wish league. Yeah. NHL playoffs. Ah, nice one. Nice. Oh, I thought you were going to be very mad at me there. Um, okay, so I got to shout him out. I got to shout him out. Yeah. There's this comedian on Instagram, uh, stand-up comedian from Toronto, uh, but he made an Instagram post that's been going viral, as the kids say, uh, with over a million views on Instagram. Uh, Jeevan Gill uh, from Toronto. He's won some competitions. Um, so very, very talented comedian. But he had a terrific joke, and I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing a bit, but simply saying uh, the CN Tower, you know, in Toronto, right, Brandon? Yeah, I am well aware of it. So it has a copper piece at the very top to uh, defend against, like, electrical storms. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's a tall building, so naturally yeah. would be be a hot yeah. spot exactly so it's good to know there's at least one thing in toronto that can defend against the lightning ah uh, that's good it's, that's, it's that's, a, that's a good joke. one that's it's a very a good one. joke it really is i'll have to um, pass that one to my brother because he's a huge lightning fan oh i'll send it to you he'll he'll think that's really funny do you want me to send it to you and then you can send it to him yeah yeah he'll appreciate that um also, um, I was just reading here. So with the the Jets, so Joe Namus number twelve is retired by the Jets. Oh, we're going back to the New York Jets, not the Winnipeg Jets, baby. We'll get to the Winnipeg who are, Jets who are struggling against the Knights, but I still believe in them. I still believe them. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, guess what number Aaron Rodgers is going to wear for the Jets? Twelve. No, it's retired. Oh yeah. Okay. He is going to wear number eight. Six. Eight. Okay. Eight. It's not bad. The, I mean, it's my favorite number, so good good choice. Honestly? I'm curious to know why he, why he chose eight, but I mean, hey. Good, good because choice. I could never do it because it's blasphemous to buy another 12 jersey other than Brady's. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, in my book, he's retired in my life. Um. But a Aaron Rodgers eight jersey might be a little sick. I might have to get that. Right? Like I, I already went on to NFL That's shop cold. to see if it's on there, but no. That's cold as shit. I like that a little bit. 
right? And Aaron Rodgers' eighth jersey in the Jets. Oh, that's a little, that's a little icy. Right? I enjoy that. I'm like, I'm like, damn, that that actually looks kind of fire. Just all the Photoshop pictures and whatnot. Like, look, it looks clean. It looks good. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So, a little NHL playoff action or what? Yeah. Yeah, we're about. Oh, do you want to start? About, I'd say west? almost yeah, halfway mark. Um, let's start with the West. So let's, starting let's start in the out west. west. I'm kidding. Um, okay, so unfortunately, our beloved Seattle Kraken, you know, the greatest team in NHL history. Yeah. Um, the Kraken. Uh, if you're not an NHL fan, a little history on them. The Seattle Kraken. They're an original six team. Um, been around. A one. Pardon? Uh, they're they're day oneers. Day one. The very beginning. Very beginning of the NHL, and uh, we have been a fan of them since the very beginning of their creation. We are very old. We are as old as the NHL itself. Uh, but Colorado is currently leading them two to one. Any thoughts on that series so far, Brandon? And go. I mean, hey, props to us. You know, we we took the underdog game when we thought Seattle was gonna go in up against the defending win. champs. In Colorado, and they came out with a with a big win in in game one. So um, I'm just trying to the final score. Yeah, they beat them three one. So and it was a pretty like they 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 controlled a, a good like they got outshot the game. But I feel like they controlled the pace of the game more. Um, but but you know then yeah games two and three Colorado really kind of uh, got got back to their their game and um, yeah. They, they, got a, like they got a 2-1 series lead right now. I don't think so. I think, the, the series? I think Seattle and and Seattle, like, they're as the, like, it's, it's obviously not the very first, um, uh, like, playoff game in Seattle in the NHL because they did have a team, like, long time ago. But, like, that place was rocking. It was loud. Game four is tonight. I could see Seattle tying it up, the series up tonight. I really could. Because the NHL, they go 3-3-1-1, three, three, one, one, right? 2-2 uh, two, two, and then 1-1-1. Oh. One, one, one. So Seattle's had a game. Yeah, they've already had one at home. And, and it was like, a, and it was, uh, <clears throat> they did. But it was a very good game because Colorado was. was um, they were rocking, you're saying. They were rocking, yeah. And, and Colorado had a 3-1 a three, three, lead about halfway through the second period. And then in the span of, I think it was 19 seconds or 18 seconds, Seattle just went boom, boom, and tied the game, and like the, the building was it was insane. Electric, and then, the kids say. and then third period, uh, the Avalanche, you know, say, "Hey, we can do this." And then in about a minute and a half, they go boom, boom, and then yeah, they kind of just ran away with it after that. But you know, Seattle's put up good fights against. It. Like it's it's a it's a battle that series. So I think it's far from over. Speaking of boom, boom, uh, tied at two two is the Dallas and Minnesota series, the Wild versus the yeah. Stars. How's that looking? Um, it, in my opinion, so it's tough because I, I only catch... Um, I only catch parts of it because it, it's on days when uh, the Islanders are the earliest game, and then right as the Islanders game ends, that's when the Edmonton-LA game starts and those are kind of the two series of that day like i don't really you know i watch bits and pieces of the boston florida one but it's like boston's just 
you know, just giving it to them. But like the Dallas Minnesota has been a back and forth series. Like it's physical, it's tough. Like it, exactly what when we talked about before, what we expected it to be. Um, but yeah, like it's tied up two two right or in the series right now. I think it could still go either way. Um, I am pulling for Dallas. I did pick them um, to take it. I think we both did actually. Yeah, I had, I had Dallas winning in six. You have them in seven. So, you know, if if, if Dallas right, is going to win the series, one of us is going to be right. Either way, if Dallas wins, one of us got that right. And, and it's so not going to be you. You know, and, and they're heading back to Dallas um, tomorrow for game, for game five. So, I mean, they, you know, it, it's theirs to to lose right now. I think they take game five, you know, yeah, it's in their hands. But it, but it's a very exciting series. Very exciting. Switching uh, the pace over to a potential comeback series, we got the Jets coming back against the yucky, ew, gross Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. The um, how's Quick doing so far in that? Is he being? He he hasn't played quick? a single game. Okay, he was actually he's he was a healthy scratch um, the oh. other game. Yeah, and which which we knew was kind of going to happen. Like when he got traded there, it wasn't. You know, as much as I wanted him to go there and, you know, be the guy, he was really only going there because they had so many injuries to goalies. And now the guys are slowly starting to get healthy again. Now it's, yeah, he's kind of just there for the ride, pretty much. Well, what a ride. Um, uh, Oilers LA, that's tied at 2-2. Oh, I was also going to say Vegas and Winnipeg, by far the most physical series. Oh, yeah. The the amount of average, they they showed this the other day. Maybe Don Cherry. Um. It was about halfway through game three. So it was only taking games one and two of every series into account. Mm-hmm. The average amount of hits between the Jets and the Golden Knights in their games was, I think, 40 hits higher than the next closest series, which I believe was Dallas and Minnesota. Like, hmm. it, like it is physical. Like, it's hit after hit. Like, yeah. And, and, it's, and it's, you know, I mean... Um, Last game, like uh, in Winnipeg, you know, it went to double overtime and Vegas got a, you know, fortunate bounce to a guy and he just blasted it in. But, um, you know, game four tonight, still in Winnipeg, they got the whiteout going there. Um, you know, I, if Vegas wins tonight, I, you know, as much as I want Winnipeg to win, I really don't see them winning. I did pick them in seven. You had them in six. So... And Again, if, if Winnipeg four. is to win the series, one of us will be right. Mm-hmm. But they need to win game four tonight if they want to have a chance in the series, I think. I'm really loving this optimism, Brandon. This yeah. is just, this is beautiful optimism. This is back to back. This happens and we're right. Either way, we're right. This yeah. is this is what we're I like from it. the we're PGA. Killing it. Blind we're killing optimism. It. A few things our way, and we're geniuses. Either way, we're smart. Um, speaking of two smarty pants, tied equally. Uh, Oilers and LA tied equally at two-two in the series. Uh, maybe not two equal smarty pants. How are they doing? What are they looking like? How's McDavid making an impact? So I will say this right now: in the playoffs, currently at the level that every player is playing on. At this very moment right now, Leon Dreisaitl is the best player in the NHL playoffs right now, not Connor McDavid. 
And that interesting is I'm just trying to pull it up here because I, I didn't fully realize it until after the game last night. Yeah. So the Oilers um, so far in the playoffs, they've scored 14 goals uh, through their first four games with L.A. Yeah. Leon Dreisaitl has been on the ice for every single goal the Oilers have scored in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He has not been on the bench for one. Wow. Now, McDavid right now in the playoffs, he currently has... Um, um, holy shit, I'm falling apart here. So Yeah, so Dreisaitl is leading um, the playoffs in points with nine. McDavid has six. Now, again, and you know, it's like he's over a point 69. per game. That's good. But when you're a guy that just dropped almost two points per game in the regular season, like over 150 points, you've only got six points um, in the playoffs, five of them being in the last two games, but he's only got two points at five on five. Okay. May I make, may I make an argument? Oh, go for it. In favor, not even in favor of McDavid and in favor of Dreisaitl, right? Yep. Because I know he has he has been the guy during the regular season too. It's not like this is a out-of-nowhere performance, but it is customary, at least in other sports especially, that the best players do get double-teamed in or at least focused on or game-planned for in the playoffs. See, but that's a thing. So it's even, like, so it, even I think Dreisaitl's getting double-teamed. And in my opinion, I think Dreisaitl, when he's out there, he's going up against a tougher matchup for the Kings than McDavid most times. Okay, well, I was, well, maybe they're trying to do this strategically. I just think it speaks to the team that the uh, potential, and not even calling Dreisaitl a secondary player because I know they are both integral pieces. It's basically a 1-1-B almost. Pardon? With those two, it's basically, it's not even like a 1 and 2, it's a 1A, 1B. Um, Have you ever heard that saying before? No, I was, I'm, 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 I was thinking of the analogy and I almost fucked up the names, but I was going to oh. say uh, Wayne Messier. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah, yeah, 1A, 1B. No, uh, I, I, I know, I knew what like you were talking about. This series has honestly said, been great. I was trying to think of Mark Messier. I almost said Mike Myers. Oh, Mike Myers, yeah. yeah. You know the famous Oilers player, right? <laughs> yeah, I love Mike Myers. Well, he's did a, you know he helped a, the Toronto Maple Leafs the win the cup once? Did he? Yeah. How so? Have you not seen the movie The Love Guru? Oh. Well, yeah, okay, I get it now. Yeah, okay, I get it now. That one went right over my head. That was, that was a very good movie. Just be honest. Have you yeah, seen no, it? I have. Yeah. Um, what was his name? It's okay if you're uncultured. I understand. No, they played. They played the Kings. That's where they had fucking Jacques Lecoq Grande, Grande, baby. Yeah, played by Justin Timberlake himself. Um, yeah, that's actually that was a uh, that would be really fun if the Kings and Leafs end up playing in the Stanley Cup. I would uh, I would really enjoy that for the sake of movies. Oh Um, yeah. Um, so with that, going over to the East. Um, with the Edmonton LA, I had Edmonton in six, which I think still could happen. Well, I mean, it, it can. You had Edmonton in five, so obviously that can Shut happen up. now. Shut up. Um, Shut up. Shut up. But I, but I think I'm wrong because I, I do think that this series is going seven games. Hey, stay optimistic, man. Enough of that. Enough of that. I'm talk. trying, but 
but and I would I would honestly rather be wrong in not having Edmonton in six. I would love to see a game seven between these teams. Yeah, like it, it is so in, in my out of all the 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 games and that I've been watching the series, this is by far the most entertaining one. Right. There you have it, folks. And especially because three of the four games have gone to, to overtime. There you have so, and I'm not for anyone that's want me or us to talk about the alleged high sticking game three. Not talking about it because there was no can clear question. There was no clear proof that he did or didn't touch it. There was no camera angle to prove one way or the other. And again, in the NHL, it was called a good goal on the ice. So to reverse it, you have to have definitive evidence and have proof to back it up. They did not have it. Maybe he did touch it. We don't know. But there is no proof to call back a goal like that and be like, well, well, from this angle, like we think he did. Like you have to 100% know. And there was no way that they could know. So, and then Edmonton won um, game four in overtime anyways to tie the series. So everything's right in the world there. There you go. Um, popping over to the East, despite their three to one lead, we're missing Krejci and Bergeron, and potentially Pasta is on limited practice. What's happening here, Brandon? And should we be panicking? No, uh, there there should be absolutely no panic. Um, it sounds like Bergeron is going to be back. Um, for oh, so game oh, so game five isn't until Wednesday. They don't even play tomorrow. So so um, Wednesday. It sounds like Bergeron's going to be back. I haven't really heard much about Krejci. Um, Pasternak, well, now he's got, you know, he's got Monday off and Tuesday. So I think he'll be fine. And again, Boston's up 3-1. You know, Florida might win one more to make it a, a 3-2 series. Um, but but I think Boston is, is fine. Even with those top, you know, guys out, they still just been playing at an, at an elite level. And that's a lot um, to do with their depth. Fair enough. And I think it's very crucial if they are able to pull off this final win, um, especially if some of the other series do go to that seven games, which unfortunately yeah. in the East is looking like that could not be the case. Um, but I think it would be very important for Boston out of any teams to get that extended rest to maybe heal some yeah. of those players and get some definitive healing so they're not rushing back. You know, if the Panthers rush this to a game seven, you will have Kretschy Bergeron, those guys making a rushed return if they're yeah. able. Exactly. And then if they're able to win, then it's going to be tough to continue that further into the playoffs. So an extended yeah. rest for Boston would be really important at this stage, I'd say. Oh, I, I 100% agree. I think Wednesday is a very crucial game for Boston Indeed. because you getting that win, not only does it put you through to the second round, yeah. but it, yeah, it just gives your players that extra rest to just heal up and, you know, and then I, I do believe, and, and it'll be more clear after the game tonight between Toronto and Tampa Bay. If you're Boston and you can get it done in five and get like, you know, five or six days of just healing up, resting, you know, um, a couple mandatory, but a couple optional practices. And then, you know, Tampa Bay and Toronto, that series is getting more physical every game. Yeah. Like it started off pretty tame, but it, it just keeps ramping up. They go seven games and just keep beating the piss out of each other. 
And then you've got a beat up Tampa Bay or Toronto team coming in against a healthy Bruins team. Mm-hmm. Like, like Boston's going to be in, in such a driver's seat. It's, it's not going to be close. Yeah. Oh, so. big time. Uh, going over to that series. Anyways, Toronto is up 2-1 now uh, after their tough game one loss. I did love your tweet there. That was, that was brilliant. That was brilliant. We never got a chance Which to bring one? that up on the podcast. Which one? Uh, Toronto fans must be six to to their stomach. Oh yeah, and I had another one lined up so good because Toronto then um, Toronto and Tampa Bay each scored again, so it was seven to three. And I wanted Tampa Bay to get one more because then you could have done the eight to three, at, like hate to see it, but oh, unfortunately just good. came up short. But so um, close. It, it, this series, like again, is. Is, is is so back and forth. Like game one, um, Tampa Bay pissed off Toronto in Toronto. And it was so embarrassing because the Leafs knew for the longest time, for like three months, you know, you knew that you were going to be playing Tampa Bay round one. Yeah. Like they neither team was going to catch Boston and the teams below in that division were not going to be able to leapfrog either one. Mm-hmm. And then as the season kept progressing, Toronto really started to get more of a lead on Tampa. So it's like, not only now do we know that it's Toronto Tampa round one, but game one is going to be in Toronto. They already knew they were going to have home ice advantage. So they had so much time to prepare and they just got lit up game one. And then game two, they come out and they dish it right back to Tampa Bay and light them up. So now game three going into Tampa Bay, it's, you know, both teams have shit stomped the other one. Maybe we'll get a close game. And then, um, that game just got really physical. I think Tampa Bay got pulled out of their normal style of game. Toronto really baited them into a, a different style of hockey. And then Toronto ties it up with about a minute left. And then I think coming up just near the end of the first overtime, uh, the Maple Leafs win it. They still won in Tampa. So, you know, yeah. all, all the pressure shifts back to, to Tampa Bay now. Like, you know, the last thing you want to do is is, you know, go down, like, lose again at home. And now you got to go back to Toronto down 3-1, and, and you know, your playoffs are, are on the line. Um, yeah, that would be But really, again, on, on the other, on the flip side, it's like, how many 3-1 series leads have the Leafs had in previous years that they've lost, that they end up losing in Game 7, so. Yeah, yeah. And I think, but I, but I really do believe this year, and I even do, I do have Tampa Bay picked. I picked Tampa Bay in seven. You picked Toronto in seven. And I do believe this series is going to go um, seven games. I think I'm a genius. Um, I, 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 but again, if Toronto wins tonight, you know, again, it it's, it's comes back to everything. Can they finally close the series out? Can they go back to Toronto and, you know, finish it up? But then if, if they go back there and Tampa Bay wins, you know, Toronto's like, fuck, here we go again. Like... 3-1 series lead. We choke choke it at clinching it at home. Now we got to go back to Tampa Bay and then, you know, try and steal one there. And if Tampa Bay wins that one, anything can happen in a game seven. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see how that series end, like plays out uh, in the end. Um, okay. I'm, I don't, please, please, no blind optimism. Yep. Your beloved Islanders are down three-one against the Carolina yeah. Hurricanes, and and I, I I'm I'm not surprised. 
<clears throat> I'm really Carolina. Not. Do you think Hurricanes walk away with it on Wednesday? Um, I, it's it's tough. I'm gonna say no, because it, so it is. They are going back to Carolina, which is obviously very tough for the Islanders now being down through and going back to Carolina. But I did say it from um, the very beginning of the series before it even started. I said that. Um, Ilya Sorokin is the best goalie skill-wise in the league, in my opinion. I think Vasilevsky's got a lot more, um, like, uh, he's, he's got a lot more accolades. He's always had a really good team in front of him. But I think in terms of skill, Sorokin is the best goalie in the league. And I said that the Islanders would win at least one game that he steals for them. Mm-hmm. And so I think that is yet to come. So I, I wouldn't be surprised in game... Game five, if you see a a two one Islanders win, a one nothing, like the Islanders really aren't aren't scoring much. Yeah. Um. Although, yeah, I will say in yeah in that in the one game that they won, they actually did set um the NHL record for four fastest goals by one team um in the playoffs, where they scored their four goals right at the end of the game, actually in the final like. Four and a half minutes, but they did score four goals in, I believe it was two minutes and 18 seconds. So very impressive. Always dangerous. Um, But yeah, like in in the other games, goal scoring really hasn't been there. I'm really not a fan of how, and not even just this series. I'm just kind of using this series as as examples because I've watched every game in this series. Mm -hmm. But the refing has been so poor. In the playoffs this year, and 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 just from like watching the other games, like it's, I I especially game um, uh, four, uh, the, just a couple of days ago, like the Islanders were just go like they were just getting penalty after penalty, and and some of them were like, like like the game start off and right away Islanders get a, a goal interference where Zach Pre Prize gets, uh, just bulldozed by one of Carolina's defensemen, and they just bulldoze him right into their own goalie. Mm-hmm. And so then the ref gives Prize two minutes for goalie interference, and it's like, that's not his fault that a Carolina guy throws him in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, even regardless of that, you know, Carolina's been the better team. The Islanders got a really... They got They can... I still do think they can win. Mm-hmm. It's very unlikely. Mm-hmm. But they have shown in the past that they are a scrappy playoff team that can you know, be the underdogs and pull off the upsets. But, you know, I, I think this is the biggest um, challenge that they faced um, in, in quite some time. So it's possible, but I don't think it's going to happen. All right. Last but certainly certainly not least, an East Coast battle indeed. It'll be, it's always interesting seeing these, uh, the New, uh, New Jersey Devils, New York Rangers, they're so close. Like you got to think, yeah. travels a little eliminated in a series like this. Yeah. Well, even like, you think um, about some of the other series where it's hotels, flying. Like, yes, I know they're pros. Yes, I know this is part of the game, and they've been doing it all year. But it does still weigh on you at the end of the day. You think? Well, exactly. Like right. This, like it's probably living at home. Yeah. Throughout the whole series, and that's why I did. Exactly. Part of me really wanted to see an Islanders Rangers um, series oh, because I, know, I think right? it would have been really cool to see because. Both like the home ice advantage would have been very weird, you know. It would it, like it would have just been a really interesting series, I think, well, for, and, the, for the sake of spectating. Yeah, and which is also reason why, like, 
I don't like the Rangers, but if they won, I wouldn't be upset because I was really pulling for the Islanders, and that would be a fantastic series. Um, but you are right, yeah, they're so close together that, yeah, like, and again, it, it makes it easier for, you know, and you can't even really say, you know, necessarily you're a, you're, you're an away team. Because, mm-hmm. you know, the games in New Jersey, um, not as much uh, in, in MSG um, for the Rangers, but in New Jersey, there was a lot of blue jerseys. Like, there was a lot of Rangers fans there. Like, it didn't feel like, you know, when you, especially when I think of, for example, Winnipeg, you know, they do their whiteout. Um, the Flames, you know, it's the sea of red. Everybody's wearing red. The Oilers, it's a bunch of blue and blue and orange. But like I didn't, there was, there was a lot of blue there in New Jersey. So, cause it, cause it's easy for fans to travel. Like I, especially I've, um, been, been to a few games over in that area. Um, I, I was staying about, it was only like a block away from Madison square garden, but it, like it was a, it was a short train ride and everything over to the Prudential center to, to watch the game. Like it's, you know, it, it's so close, but. This series has been a, a big letdown for me, I would say. For you. Yeah, and, and, and again, but it's, but it's like games one and two, the Rangers won 5-1. Yeah. Um, game, game three, the Devils stole one um, from the Rangers, 2-1 uh, in overtime. It's just, I don't know, when you, when, like, when you think of, you know, everybody talks about Islanders and Rangers, it's like these teams hate each other. Like it would be a rivalry series. Like it would be... It would be nasty. It would be entertaining. Like it'd be a must-watch. And I kind of felt that way with the Rangers and Devils. I was like, "There's a rivalry there." Like they they call it the Hudson River rivalry, and I think it's the least physical out of any series by far. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's physical. not it's not very scrappy, chippy. Like there's not a shit ton of hits. It's very, you know, it's it's I, I guess, it, and it, a lot of it is to do that both teams are built around skill. They don't have really any kind of tough guys or anything so it, it takes out the element of fights and um Ooh. all that it, yeah it really it really just hasn't been a, a physical physical battle between these teams it's been very very gentlemanly more certain fun unless it's brain damage exactly that's what i'm saying um, um but, but i do think i think the rangers still take this series you know i think the devils have a very bright future but like they're not beating the Rangers this year, unfortunately. So I think we'll have, we'll have the Rangers in Carolina. Would rather have Rangers Islanders, but I think Rangers Carolina is pretty, pretty much a lock at this point. Fair enough. Uh, do we want to do a bit of a PGO parlay for the next two nights? We'll include Wednesday's Boston game. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um. Because we we've hit we've hit the majors. Uh, okay, we starting off on Monday. Uh, that's tonight. Um, we got the Devils and the Rangers. Rangers are the favorite going into that game. Um, yeah, I got I got to take Rangers, man. Take Rangers. I, I don't I don't think they dropped. I don't think Rangers dropped two at home. You ready for this? Yep. Even money. Leafs and Lightning, no favorites. I'm not surprised by that. Technically, and this is this is something. Uh, Lightning do are considered the favorite in the spread, 
but that spread is bet at an underdog favorite level. So if you do take like the available spread is a uh, goal and a half. And if you take lightning plus goal and a half, you're a heavy favorite. Whereas you take uh Leafs minus a goal and a half. Um, you're, you're a heavy uh, underdog. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I think Tampa Bay wins this one. Um, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I'm trying to think. I can't. Actually, I'm not too sure about that because I can't remember how. Do that we have went. Rangers win in the first one? Yeah. Okay. You think Tampa um, pulls I, out? I this think one? Tampa Bay does. I think they, you know, they've been in positions like this before. They've gone to three Cup finals for a reason. Like they know how to get it done in these types of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I, I think, I think last game Toronto really baited them into a, into a. Um, a game and a type of hockey that Tampa Bay didn't want to play, but they felt forced to. So I think they're going to come in with a different mindset in this game and, and you know, not not get drawn into these extra shenanigans. And I think I think it's going to be close. Like, it's, it's it could even be an overtime game. Um, but I do think Tampa Bay wins this one. Right. I like up. it. Um, all right, then we got the Jets and the Knights. I think Jets pull it off. Yeah, I think the Jets can bring it back. We're in playing in Winnipeg. We got the whiteout. We were talking about that earlier. I think that's an electric atmosphere. Yeah. Don't think just do that game is also even money. So the bookies and don't I'll, know either, baby. And I will also say, even though um, game three the, the other day in Winnipeg, even though the Golden Knights won 5-4 in double overtime, I think the Jets got more to hold their head high about from that game. They were down 4-1 going into the third period, and they they put up three goals to send it to overtime. Mm-hmm. And I think and I think Winnipeg outplayed Vegas, um, not in terms of shots, but I think in terms of puck possession and uh, mm-hmm. scoring chances created. There I think go. Winnipeg outplayed them. So I think Winnipeg, honestly, has a lot to hold their head high about and a lot of momentum that they can still carry into the game tonight. Mm-hmm. So give yeah, I'm I'm with you. Give me Winnipeg. Give me Winnipeg, baby. Give me Winnipeg, baby. Give it to him. Um, then we got uh, the Kraken and the Avalanche. Uh, Kraken are the underdog, which is makes no sense to the greatest team in NHL history. For real, um, right? But do you think Colorado was able to pull out the third game, or should we just stick with the Kraken? They did us good in game one. Will they do us good in game four? You know what? I think the Kraken, I think last night they all got together. They watched their beloved Sea Dragons do the unthinkable, make the yes, plus, yes. and they're like, fuck it. Let's go on a run of our own. So give Whole me the money, Kraken. Baby. Whole lot of money. Give me the Kraken. Let's ride. All right, folks. Your PGO parlay for tonight is the Rangers. Now, actually, by the time this comes out, it might be Tuesday, but let's try and get it out today. Um, the PGO parlay for Monday, April 24th, is the New York Rangers, the Tampa Bay Lightning, the Winnipeg Jets, and the Seattle Kraken, baby. Boom. Oh. At least... The odds I got, you throw five, that gets you 60, and that is the PGO parlay for Monday. Moving on to the quick Tuesday, Wednesday, we're going rapid fire, hot and dirty, fast and nasty. Islanders, Hurricanes, first thought, what do you got? And this isn't even the homer me. I'm still, because I want to stick by what I said, where I think think Ilya Sorokin steals a game, I'm going the Islanders. Islanders, boom. I think he steals. They He's are the underdog. One. At plus 130. Moving on. Wild stars. Wild underdog stars. Favorite series. 2 2. 
and it, it, it's tough because I want and the series has gone back and forth. It's been Minnesota, Dallas, Minnesota, Dallas, but I think Dallas comes home and they take it. They do it two in a row. I, Edmonton I think, Oilers I think at the Los Angeles Kings or Los Angeles Kings in Edmonton, right? Yeah, they're in Edmonton. Um, Edmonton heavy favorite. L.A. Kings plus one seventy four underdog. Who you got? Um, you know what? The Kings are starting. They're starting to really get healthy. They're getting guys back. Give me, give me the Kings at the big underdog position. This is a wild parlay, my friend. I think. Game I think it still. It still goes to to seven games. Fair I think enough, who, last... whoever wins, the other teams win in the next one. But I think Kings take this one. You know, but if Kings can sneak one in Edmonton and then play a winnable, like, series yeah, clinchable yeah. game could at happen. home, it that's could happen. Geisty. I did gonna, say if, last. If Kings want to win this series, they're going to need to steal one more game. Yeah, they're going to have to steal one in Edmonton, for sure. And, and it's going to be tough to steal a game seven in Edmonton. Exactly, right? So you've got to steal tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, going on to Wednesday, we'll include them in this parlay. We got the Bruins and the Panthers. I'm gotta, Give I gotta ride me the, the Bruins. bees. Yeah, the we're big bees, baby. Taking... The big, 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 big bees. bees. Big, you throw bees. five on that, that brings you home 70, folks. That's your PGO parlay of the week or of Tuesday and Wednesday. We got the New York Islanders, Dallas Stars, Los Angeles Kings, and Boston Bruins. I like it. I like it. We ripped through those. Yeah, and we're, we're mixing up. We're taking some favorites, some underdogs. Like, we're mixing it up. We're not, we're not just, we're not episode. just riding, we're not just riding the, the favorites. Yeah. We're, we're, we're built different. You got good energy this episode. We had good energy this episode. Yeah. Do you think I have it too? Do you know why? Do you know why I had good energy today? Why? Or why do we have it? You said we, and then you switched to I, what, what's the okay, selfishness? Uh, well, well, I'm, I'm a good, <laughs> actually, well, no, I'm, cause I know you, you piece did of today. Shit. I know you did. We had some dubby today, What's which gave dubby, us Brandon? the energy we needed to produce a great episode today. Oh, I'm glad you asked what dubby is. Dubby is a um, powdered formula that you can mix in with water, and it's basically an energy drink minus you know all the extra stuff added that's not really good for you. The best part about dubby, though, is there is no crash. It is jitter energy and and yeah and uh, do you want to tell us where they can find it well you can find it in the links of any of our social medias and if you head over to that link you click the link so you follow it so they know we sent you that helps us out folks and you use code pgo that helps you out uh that's right coach code pgo at checkout and that gets you 10 percent off three simple letters the three, three simple letters, letters you can folks. throw together P G and O next and that next gets you next 10 to DUI percentage points 10 percent of your whole order that's Ooh. fascinating isn't that Brandon that is and should I tell them or do you want to tell them who's telling them where they can find that link I fumbled the bag last time so I'm tagging you in I want Tag you team to, Matt. I want you to do it for redemption all right redemption okay Whew. I wasn't expecting this I'm on the spot all right if you want to find our link tree to get to that delicious W link. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at PGO Show. You can also find us over on Twitter at PG Overtime. 
and on YouTube at post game overtime post game one word. I got it. Did I get it? Fucking lovely. That oh. was crisp. That was smooth. That was sexy. It was I sensual. Did, I didn't even gorgeous. need a script. I didn't even need a script for it. Take notes, NFL. You can do shit without a script. Oh, calling out the big dogs. All right, folks. Do you have any clowns? Um, not off the top, man. I must. I probably have some saved here for a clown. Oh, it's not necessarily a clown. Actually, no. I'm gonna throw him on there. I'm gonna throw Michael Bunting on there. Um, from the Maple Leafs. Um, and and again, it's just uh. You know, I'm, I'm assuming you saw the, the hit he delivered in game one that, that kind of knocked Chernak out of the, um, the series. Uh, but it, just a clown move. And again, it was, that was Toronto's, like, Maple Leafs fans' biggest fear going in that series. Is, is Bunting going to help the team or hinder them? And he hindered them because he took a, you know, game one was 4-2 at the time. Maple Leafs were kind of building momentum. And Bunting just made a stupid, unnecessary play. And, and took the team out of the game. Now they had to go kill a five-minute major. Um, the Tampa Bay ended up scoring once on. And by that point, the, the game was a write-off. So I'll throw him on there. Clown. Michael Bunting is a clown. We've known it for a while, but he's officially on the PGO clown report. Officially on the report? That, oh, that's big news for a guy. We got some, I also got uh, some sports news here. Of, a, of some, I mean, I, I guess just... You know, some we never talk about, but uh, some some long distance running, some marathons. We got okay. uh, we got two legends here. So uh, day one of the NHL playoffs, the Boston Bruins were were hosting the Florida Panthers, and that was the, uh, the same day as the Boston Marathon that Zdeno Ochara ran in, wearing number three three three, um, and he finished in three hours. And 38 minutes. So good on Big Z for uh, running the Boston Marathon there. Do you think he planned that? Do you think he slowed down at certain parts, sped up at certain parts? Yeah, never know, three, right? Three symbolic of. No, no, no. The, um, the, the number he was wearing, that was just, I, that was just, I think, because he wears number 33. So it was just 33 twice on there. Um, and then the other one, I thought this one was really funny. No one knows the name of this guy, who he is. But he is really becoming an internet sensation. Um, he, he took this guy again. Don't know his name. He took part in the London uh, marathon, mm-hmm. and at the very start of it, this dude, like, and again, like everybody's, you know, it's it, it's it's slow and steady wins the race. Like you want to keep a nice good pace all the way through. This guy's like, nah, I want my my moment to shine. He full on fucking sprints as it starts. <laughs> And so he gets a a, a, a a little good lead there at the start. It only lasted for 10 seconds. But now this dude can say, hey, for 10 seconds, I was in first in the London Marathon. Well, there you go. So Something can... to go down in history for. Yeah, I bet I knew he must have had some dubby. Had to have. Oh, easily. Speaking of some historic feats in marathon running, did you hear that apparently oh, yeah. there was a woman in the Boston Marathon that shit in someone's yard? No, that's my clown of the week. Oh. She shit in someone's yard. Wow. I mean, yeah, fair play. Like, you got to do what you got to do sometimes, I guess. Boston but Marathon like, like, runner was apparently caught pooping on a stranger's lawn. 
Shit happens. Boston Marathon runner takes quick break to poop in random homeowner's lawn. Like you Boston don't Marathon think runner poops in stranger's nuts. yard. Like how much time did they really save just sitting there just just shitting on the lawn? Like I bet the Boston Marathon, if you're a runner or in it and you go and knock on someone's door and say, Hey, I really need to like shit right now. Can I use your bathroom? And you know what? You're from Boston. You're a friendly, nice guy. I bet people from Boston are friendly. I bet no, they'd be like, not. hey. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe not. But hey. I'd rather Let's ask someone, hey, can I use your toilet than, than just shit on your lawn and then just keep on going? That's nuts. Good for them, though. Good for them. Well, that is so good random, for them. And random lawn maybe shitter. my clown of the week. Yeah, random launch here on there. official. Good, I like it. I didn't see that one. That's a good one, actually. It's a deep cut, folks. It's a deep cut. We do our research here at Post Game Overtime. Yeah, uh, we is do. that all for this episode? Um, yeah, I think so. I, I, I don't really have any other any other clowns or anything. So, well, folks, thank you so much for listening. All angles. Pardon? Yeah, I think we covered all all angles. Yeah, Holloway won a big UFC win recently. Yeah. Before we hop off here, do you want to give everybody one more let's go Sea Dragons? Sea Dragons Nation, let's ride. Oh, yeah.